to Seeing Beyond Risk, a podcast series from the Canadian Institute of Actuaries. I'm Chris Fivoli, Staff Actuary, Communications and Public Affairs at the CIA. This is National Volunteers Week, so today's episode will be taking a look at CIA members who volunteer and the vitally important role they play within the organization. Our first guest is Sue Elcott, the CIA's Manager of Volunteer Services, who will be talking about some of the new initiatives her department is working on. Thank you very much for joining us today. Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me, and I'm really excited to celebrate National Volunteer Week with everyone. That's great. Let's start off. Uh, You've created a report this year to recognize the contributions of our volunteers. Can you tell us more about that? This year, we were looking for ways to celebrate the achievements of our volunteers, and we created the Strength in Numbers report. So it's a CIA's report on volunteer involvement. We created this report kind of to brag about our members and everything they give to the Institute. But beyond that, you know, volunteers are crucial in meeting the organizational goals that we set. And so knowing who is volunteering, where volunteers are concentrated, and the outputs of these volunteers really provides us the support and information we need to better understand where we need to focus our efforts to continually improve the volunteer program. I think we all see the value of volunteering. Can you maybe explain to us how volunteering can help members develop their communication and leadership skills, as an example? This is one of the benefits of volunteerism that we talk about quite frequently. When someone's in a volunteer role, they're exposed to opportunity in a sense. They're exposed to different styles, challenges, concepts, and can really refine their toolbox, which ideally then impacts the employer in a positive way. In one of our discussions, a CIA member and past president Jacques Tremblay explained to me that, you know, when you work in an office, you're almost in a bubble and you're learning from the person that you're being supervised from and the team that you're working with. So then when you go out into that volunteer setting and all of a sudden you've doubled the number of people you're working with and have new exposure from different leaders and different backgrounds, you can kind of pick and choose the things that you like and start working on those skills so that you can bring them back into your workplace and into your personal style. Yeah, those are good points. Now, I understand that there are some changes coming this year in terms of how we recognize volunteers. Can you maybe just give us a preview of what we can expect to see? Sure. So, you know, we've been working hard this year to ensure that our volunteers receive the recognition they deserve. And we're really excited to launch our CIA Legacy Awards on June 11th, where we'll be celebrating our volunteers' accomplishments and launching two new awards one for first-time volunteers, and another for the extreme opposite of the spectrum, which is for a legacy level of award. So I don't want to share too much about that today because we really want to do a great job at celebrating our volunteers in June at the awards. But another element that we're bringing in is we're combining the volunteer awards with our new fellows ceremony. So what we're hoping to achieve there is showing how, you know, every legacy has to start somewhere and being a new fellow is is one of the first steps in that direction. That's great. Well, we'll certainly look forward to that in the coming months. Well, thanks very much for sharing this update with us today. My pleasure, Chris. Thanks for having me. Our second guest is Angelita Graham, a CIA member and an active volunteer with the Institute. And she joins us today from Mercer in Toronto. Thanks very much for coming on the podcast. 
Thanks, Chris. I'm really delighted to be here. Looking forward to our conversation. Very good. Now, we know the CIA has always had a reliable number of volunteers from Mercer. So can you give us a few insights into why Mercer encourages their employees to volunteer with the profession? Sure. You know, for us at Mercer, we really believe it's important to be an active part of our industry, helping to lead, develop, and shape policies that serve the public interest. Having our actuaries actively engage in the profession really allows for a greater exchange of knowledge between us and our colleagues um, across companies and industries, which I think really strengthens both our profession, employees, and our client um, relationships. And to be honest, we are proud of the fact that a number of our employees have been past presidents of the CIA, including our current president, Michelle St. Germain. And frankly, you know, I think most of our volunteers are passionate about doing so. And we at Mercer want to support our colleagues who are passionate about giving back to the profession. So for us, it's a no-brainer to be and to give back to the profession. One thing we always say is that volunteering is a very good way to develop professional skills. So I was hoping you could share some of the professional skills that you've developed through your own volunteer involvement. I think I, I, I would see it uh, more in the light of volunteering constantly reminds me of our commitment as a profession to serve in the public interest and really holding oneself to a very high ethical standards. I mean, having been a part of many committees and task force over the years, I feel like has given me a front row seat in terms of how we live our values and guiding principles every day. And I see it in the meetings, in the interaction, in the debate that we have about policies, whether about criminal conviction, being part of the professional committee on that when we were rolling that out, the debate that we had around that, just really how much we care about doing what's right for the public, acting with integrity, thinking about conflict of interest, really our reputation is what we have and being a self-regulated body. I really have learned a lot from the CIA in terms of how we show up and make sure that we are always acting um, to the highest ethical standards. So I think it becomes like a little voice in my head <laughs> Whenever I'm doing anything, I'm remembering all these things that I've learned, you know, part of these various committees or having to review the our guiding principles. So I would say it's more around just being living and breathing it has become part of me. So I don't even think about it. It's just how I show up. Yeah, that's great. In a similar sense, maybe you can talk a bit about how volunteers can sharpen their technical skills by getting involved uh, with the Institute. If I think about it, from my perspective, you know, while all volunteering, all volunteering roles offer tremendous value and growth opportunities, which I truly believe to an individual, I guess there are some volunteering roles that are more technically inclined than others for those who are looking for that sort of experience. And what I mean by that, if we think about, for example, our various committees under the Actuarial Guidance Council, such as the PPFRC, those really deals with the nuts and bolts of our everyday job on the job as a pension actuary, for example. So being a part of those type of committees really sharpen your technical skill because you're really talking about issues that are in your day-to-day -day job. I mean, 
whether it's about discount rate development, whether it's about accounting discount rate, it, it has a lot of technical nuts and bolts there. So I would say it depends on what segment and which committees you get involved with. You tend to do more technical knowledge development on some committees more than others. Some are more softer skills and some are more the everyday nuts and bolts. So depending on what you're looking for will drive which one you get involved with, you know. But at the end of the day, it's not being on a committee that will give you the technical knowledge. I do believe you have to be actively engaged in that committee. So you have to be an active volunteer. And what I mean by that is you need to be doing the work, actively reviewing the material, preparing, engaging in the conversation with the other members of the committees. And that's where you're going to really sharpen your skills, right? So it's not just turning up, it's also doing the work. And looking beyond skill development, what are some of the other benefits that you associate with uh, volunteering for the CIA? If I speak personally to me, I think the great gift of volunteering I have found is that you get more than you give, actually, for me personally. I have had the opportunities over the last maybe 15 years or so of working with some really smart people and learning from some really smart people over the years. I've had the chance to expand my network, know a lot of people because of being on all these various committees, hone my management and leadership skills because of participating and leading a number of our task force, a number of our initiatives, a number of our committees, council chair, serving on the board. It helps to sharpen your management and leadership skills because you have to deal with a lot of smart people uh, with a lot of different perspectives and really you know, driving to one goal and being able to get us all on the same page to deliver the best outcome. So I think it's a tremendous learning opportunity, definitely for developing one leadership skill. And I do personally think for me, my professional success in my view is highly correlated to the muscles that I've built through the many volunteering hours that I've given to the CIA. It has been fun. It has been challenging. It has been rewarding. And I loved every minute of it. I have no regrets of all that hours or all the time that I've spent volunteering with the CIA. And I would encourage anyone who is looking to develop leadership skills, who is looking to develop their technical skills, to really get involved with the CIA because you get more than you give and you meet some great people along the way. I think that's one of the best things for me. I've met some great people, friends along the way. And for that, I've been truly, truly grateful. And the CIA staff are absolutely fantastic. Well, that's great. I'm glad to hear it's been such a positive experience for you. So thanks very much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you so much, Chris. It has been a pleasure. We now have several dozen episodes in our podcast series, so we encourage you all to subscribe. And you can do so through Spotify, Apple, or whatever platform you use to listen to your podcasts. And if you like today's episode, we'd like you to leave a five-star rating or a comment. And we would like to hear from you. So please send any suggestions or episode ideas to podcasts at cia-ica.ca. As well, we're always looking for content for our Seeing Beyond Risk blog. So if you have some ideas you would like to share, please pass them along to us at seeingbeyondrisk at cia-ica.ca. 
Until next time, I'm Chris Fivoli, and thank you for tuning in to Seeing Beyond Risk.